1: Steven Silton, business and sports attorney, Cozen O'Connor. He joins us in studio to talk about all the things that happen in business and sports on the legal side. And we appreciate him joining us. I do before we get started, because we've got a couple of segments. I'm going to get a couple of segments out of you today. I, I do want to, to ask you about my opening topic tonight. And just to kind of give you a quick synopsis. Us living in Minneapolis, loving this city, or loving the state of Minnesota. Um, one of the hot button topics has been how do we get more people into the profession of policing? How do we get more people on in, in terms of, um, you know, along the career path of law enforcement? And there was some data that came out of the New York Post that we're talking about New York. In New York, it's a massive issue. Like they've got so many people resigning uh, early retirement. I mean, m- massive amounts of people leaving the profession. And that's but, a that's a tough city to police. Yes. But this is happening all over the country though. So so my question is is how long do you think it will take for us to start to see a trend positive in terms of the recruitment numbers? Because they've canceled in, in, in New York City the next five police academies. Um I I don't think that we're ever going to get from a numbers perspective back to where we were um the first like years before George Floyd. I don't think that in, in it, cause we've said that we want to get the numbers back. To, I think it's like 500 or 550 or something like that. Maybe we could get back there, but any thoughts of 700, I just don't, I think that those days are over. I think that we need to think about um, how do we better police with the numbers that we have? Cause I think that our numbers are going to be, be low for some time. And one of the things that a, that a caller um called in and we had a, a spirited conversation back and forth. He, he he, wanted to get a little bit disrespectful, and I kind of, you know, I'm going to give him a little bit of it back. His For name sure. was Bob, Bob from St. Paul, because you know me. I don't, I don't play that game. Is that I will take whatever you give me in terms of talking about accountability. And he is Bob was right. There was some lack of leadership from everybody in the state. There, there's no question about it. I don't care who it was, whether it was Keith Ellison, whether it was uh, Mayor Jacob Fry, who everyone, right? I will accept that. I will acknowledge that. I gave Bob credit on that. But one thing that I will not do, when we have genuine and open and honest conversations like this, and spirited conversations, when you are asked a question, because I asked, I said, well, where does police leadership fall in this to? Because you can't sit there and just say it's just politicians, but you don't call out the police union. You don't call out what Bob Troll and others were doing and not doing during that time. Like, we're all in this together. Everybody had a hand in this. 100%. And it's,
0: it is a very complicated issue, and it's hard to talk about, frankly, because, because particularly in this city where it's so highly charged. I mean, we were definitely ground zero. I was actually overseas, and when I mentioned where I was from, they, they said Prince and George Floyd. Mm. Those were the two things they got. They, they, they know about our city. And you know, policing historically has been a very honorable profession, right? And in many respects, it's obviously taken some major hits. Minneapolis, Missouri, all over the place. There's just no question. Kentucky. And, and Kentucky, and, and the, it, it particularly in the minority communities and in the inner city. And I do think it's going to get back. I mean, I think things can be done to increase recruits. One thing is, is no longer let minor drug offenses become a prohibition against serving in law enforcement because so many kids in, you know, particularly – In in minority communities have those minor offenses weren't didn't have the resources that people do out in the the suburbs to get those expunged. And that's a prohibition. And those, frankly, are the people that we need in this profession. If we're going to get back to real policing and if policing is going to going to going to become what it what it has been in the past. People from the communities that are most affected by crime are going to have to be involved in law
1: enforcement. I think the biggest problem that we have with law enforcement – and then we'll move on. I, I think that the biggest problem that we have in this society uh, dealing with police is accountability. If we can have a, a, a day of reckoning, if we, can, if, we can, if we can deal with the accountability piece – then I think that everything – I think that everything – I think that's the game changer. We cannot have police unions with all this power, and then a a person gets killed. Like the young man that – or the police officer that need Elijah McClain in the neck. Um, Remember, he was the kid that was in Colorado that was injected. He was doing nothing. He was just walking home. He wasn't even doing anything to anyone. He was just walking home, just a, a, a very shy kid, and they jumped on him for no reason at all, took his life. And the police officer that had his knee on his neck and, 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 and had him in a, uh, in a position that was kind of suffocating him as they were injecting him got his job back and was given back pay for $200,000. Where's the accountability? That's and
0: unacceptable. Listen, and it's it's involved in all professions. All professions have bad apples, right? The legal profession does. Medical profession does. Yep. You know, 80% of all claims by lawyers are essentially in in like – Two percent of attorneys. Right. And when you've got a union in this case and when life and death decisions essentially can be made, accountability is even more important. I mean, Bob Kroll, it was a was a major, major problem. He should never have been put in the position he was. And frankly, he insulated a lot of the worst cops in Minneapolis from accountability, and, and, and I think we're better without them, frankly. And, and hopefully things will get better. I mean, again, this is a, an honorable profession. I heard you talking about thanking police officers. Absolutely. Frankly, we should, we should go back to that, and and we should all appreciate that, listen, it is a social compact with our government that we are safe, and police officers are the one who are upkeeping that social contract. And when Absolutely. they violate it, it is, it, is, it, is a, it is a strike at the core of our society. And you've broken trust there. You've broken yeah, 100%. trust there.
1: I've got friends that are in law enforcement. i got family members that are police officers. So when that happens, there's trust that's broken in the community.
0: Yeah. When you think of the, the utter damage and chaos that Derek Chauvin caused this city, it's it's mind-boggling because of that of that breach of trust. And we need better cops, and we need more of them yeah. because it's hard. Now we've got the, the same people doing more with less. I mean, that is a recipe for disaster. We should, be, we should be bringing in as many cops as possible. And, frankly, we should be getting rid of the ones it shouldn't be. It's going to be harder to get rid of the bad ones
1: if we don't have enough. Yeah, I'm totally with you. All right, let's move on to other matters. Let's get into the sports uh, entertainment uh, stuff that I want to dive into. The first thing I want to talk to you about – is this Josh Giddy situation all right so Josh Giddy for the people out there listening that aren't familiar he is um, the one of the starting guards for the Oklahoma City Thunder okay uh, a good young player he there's an allegation that he's been involved in an uh, improper relationship with an underage girl okay so that's what this speculation is the allegation surfaced on social media last week there was a, a since deleted post that an anonymous uh, social uh, media user said that a girl um, had been having um, you know a sexual relationship with, with Josh Giddey. Um, since that time, that, that social media account has been deactivated. But the video and stuff like that, and it's still floating out there. He's been asked about it. It's been kind of a no comment. The Oklahoma City Thunder, as the organization, they've kind of no commented. And so the NBA is looking into the allegations. Well, let me get you updated on this. The police in Newport Beach are conducting now it came out earlier this morning an active investigation involving Josh giddy. so my question is 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 there do you believe that there is a situation here possibly where they could sit said player while this is being fleshed out because according to some other stuff that I heard and looked at earlier today, it sounds like. They aren't at the liberty to do that because of the CBA.
0: Well, you know, I was at the game last night, and obviously enough people knew about this because every time he touched a ball, the, the the entire stadium booed him. Oh, really? Right, which was which was very very interesting. And again, he's a 21 year old, and I got to be careful how I uh, I, I talk and, and phrase about this. This is sensitive, like the the prior topic as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a t- he's a 21 year old young adult. This is not a 30 40 year old man. Uh, you know, obviously St. P. Diddy, right and and he's obviously a lack of sophistication. I mean, we talk about a last lack of sophistication with these athletes and money, and why they it often turns out very poorly. They also have a last lack of sophistication in interpersonal relationships. And when they're exposed to the you know the groupies and and everybody want to be near them, right? Like like young women, it I have no doubt it can be overwhelming. I obviously have no personal experience with this whatsoever. Uh, you know, in in this situation. You know the NBA has taken a wait and see kind of an attitude, right? Again, this was only on social media. Right now, the girl's parents have indicated they will not cooperate in any way, shape, or form. Essentially, are denying it's going to happen. Mm, And why would they not cooperate? Well, because because I'm sure it was a. I mean, it was a consensual relationship. Surely, Uh, I I believe she was, you know, somewhat, you know, kind of. Uh, out there promoting the relationship she had with uh, mm-hmm. with this you know professional athlete, great mm-hmm. young player. Watched him play. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's a unique talent. He's talented, yeah, yeah, real, Far really unique pick, talent. Yep. Yeah, uh, and I mean, now they're they're probably they they probably just wanted to go away, right? I mean, they they probably do. Listen, in most states, this would not be illegal, right? She is 16 years old. Uh, this is different than than the Wander Franco issues at okay. uh, in the MLB where there's multiple allegations in his home country and the and the girls are substantially younger i think 12 13 years old um, really uh, i didn't know they were that young. yeah wow. i think so yeah um, this is a little bit different she's she is she was, you know, 16. Obviously, you know, we have an argument whether that's old enough to make a decision to enter into a consensual relationship in, in in California. It is illegal. If they can prove this happened, he will be convicted. There's no question. There's no defense to this. He can't say he thought she was 18. He can't say, you know, anything else other than if he had sex with her he will be convicted
1: of statutory rape. Yeah. alright six one nine two two six. if you have any opinions about any of the, uh, the Josh Giddy stuff. we got some other things to get to regarding Trevor Bauer, um, who's, you know, who could end up having an opportunity to play back in Major League Baseball. Also something occurring with Justin Jefferson. We get to that next after a brief pause. Here with Steve Silton in studio on The Lake Show. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, welcome back. Steven Silton, Cozen O'Connor, sports and business entertainment lawyer here in studio with The Lake Show. All right, let's talk about Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer, who essentially, let's go back about a year and a half ago, I think we all thought he would never once again pitch in Major League Baseball because he had multiple allegations With regards to um, sexual abuse, um, just (laughs) horrific type of stuff. If you read any of it, right? Like it, it, it. it, There's one thing to have sexual relations with a uh, a person that you feel like you're consenting with, and it'd be rough sex. But this went beyond like what most people would deem as rough sex. People deemed it when hearing it from the witnesses and the people that acute made the accusations, it seemed like this was just flat out. Just this dude's an abuser. Well, there's, I think there's a little bit more to the story. Now he, he was, he was let go by the, uh, by the Dodgers from his contract a year and a half ago. Um, nobody in major league baseball was going to touch him at all, has not wanted to touch him. He goes overseas, I think to Japan and pitches for the last maybe two years. What's the update on, on Trevor
0: Bauer? Well, I hope my wife's not listening right now because Uh-oh. Trevor Bauer is a name that we're not allowed to mention in our house okay which is because my son was a huge fan he actually trains where at driveline where Trevor Bauer trains and 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 loved him as an athlete and then it's of course as you said the allegations of sexual abuse came up and and while he also claimed and and he had some evidence that it was consensual it did in some respects look like it went beyond went, went beyond the pale. Because then, yes. yeah because because at one point in the interaction. I don't know if we want to get too graphic here. The, the, the woman was unconscious yep. and, and how do you consent when you're, when you're, when, when you're conscious and, and, and the, he, there were criminal investigations in all fairness and they never led to any charges. She essentially brought a civil suit that she subsequently had to withdraw. And, and he became, despite the fact that he wasn't civilly liable or criminally liable, just the allegations themselves essentially chased him out of major league baseball. Uh, and he was; it looked like he was at the downside of his career, right? In some respects. I mean, I look at this. You know, if he had been twenty-five, would they have been more patient with him? I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. I think he was thirty-two or thirty-three at the time of the allegations. Uh, now he's gone over to Japan, and last year he had just a, a phenomenal season. I mean, he's. It he looks like his his fastball's you know back where it was. Yeah. And, now. and and listen, teams are need of pitching. It'll be interesting to see if someone's willing to take the the pressure and the public relations outcry to put him on his staff because it certainly looks like he could be a contributor.
1: I don't think it's going to happen. And, 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 and it's not just because of the stuff, the sexual stuff here. He had baggage before this. Like he was viewed as temperamental, a hothead. I mean, some people listened to me 30 minutes ago I was like, you're a hothead. But there were a lot of things that people just didn't like about him even before. Yeah, this. but but it was for interesting
0: reasons. His father, I think, is a rocket scientist, believe it or not. Right. And he kind of had this strange upbringing with his dad. It was a mm-hmm. weird relation with his dad, which kind of isolated him from his teammates. So it wasn't like the baggage he had was because of 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 his temper or his violence. Uh, this, it was it temper
1: was was question when, when he was in Cleveland, Terry Francona. There was an incident on the mound where he throws the ball from the mound. I think it happened in Kansas City. It Happened in Kansas, he, he, Kansas he threw, City. He right. threw it all the way, and and Terry was like, "You're out of here, go, go, go!" And and that became, that was kind of the the it boiled over at that point. So all I'm saying is, you might be right. He might get another chance. I'm not betting on that. Interesting, interesting.
0: I mean, I, I listen. Teams need pitching. Yeah, they do. Right?
1: Teams need pitching. Pitchers are
0: uh, are 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 you know. It, are needed and you know someone might you know the Yankees right somebody like the Yankees potentially could take a could take a chance on him I mean if he's still got listen if he's still got tread in the tire right as I always say talent leads to you know patience people are patient with talent I mean you know you look at the I think remember the Ray Rice situation right you know he was at the end of his career or
1: I think someone would have signed him yeah all right we got about a minute left do want to quickly get your thoughts on the the Justin Jefferson like He's been deactivating his social media accounts. People have been ch- chiming in and, and, and talking to him about fantasy sports and all this other stuff. What do you make of this with professional athletes and the interaction with the fans that, in, yeah, I mean, that, in I think, that way? I think it's a it's a fascinating
0: type of issue. And listen, I mean Justin Jefferson is a is one of the, the highest profile athletes in Minnesota. And the fact that he literally got death threats, online death threats, because he wasn't coming back soon enough because he was impacting playoffs in in fantasy football is is somewhat sad, right? I mean, I stopped playing fantasy sports about twelve years ago, frankly, because uh, as w- I was working with an agent, the agent said, you're betting against my players, right? You're betting against your own people. Um, and, you know, it, 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 has peop- it has gone crazy. The money in it has gotten greater, right? And it's it, it's it's sad. I would like to see Justin Jefferson back on the field and back on social media.
1: Uh, he will be back on both, I bet, in the next week and a half. I like that. That's what I think. We need him. <laughs> hey, Steve, man, always a pleasure. Steven Silton in studio. We'll check in with him next week.